So welcome to the Dirty Glitter Podcast. I'm Andy. I'm Giancarlo. You're welcome. I would like to start today's episode off with a shout out to our sponsor, Webofresh. Are you tired of male odor? Do you smell vinegar when you manspread? <laughs> then you need Webofresh, now available in Mountain Breeze, Whispering Pine, and Cool Ranch. and that is just a preview to all you sponsors out there of what our podcast could be (laughs) if one of you really did sponsor us (laughs) and topo chico and Topo, and we are not giving up the hope for topo chico now some of you may not know what andy looks like but if I could imagine what a Topo Chico was, it would be Andy. <laughs> I don't know, but this kind of sounds racist if you think of it. <laughs> might be, might be. But, you know, me, I'm like a thick bitch candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a layer of Doritos. <laughs> a layer of, like, nougat. And then, you know, it's all enrobed <laughs> in garbage chocolate. Thick bitch. Then what do, what do, all the snacks. Explain me in a candy. What would I be as a candy bar? I feel like you would, I, I don't think you're in the chocolate family. I think you're much more of like a candy. Like you're much more a bag of Skittles or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like you're, um, you're like a rare a rare set of limited edition Starburst, you know? Yeah, like I'm like flavor Starburst. Right? Yeah, I'm like <laughs> the all Starburst. So also we should um, state that this is our first podcast from different time zones because uh, yes. follow me on, uh, excuse me, damn. Girl, Instagram no. Or Facebook or anything. <laughs> um, Zanga, if you will. Yeah. Um, but I moved to, I finally relocated to Dallas. Um, I really like it. I do miss my New York life a lot, like all of it. But I must say my lifestyle has gotten calmer. I have my own apartment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, there you go. I mean, that's the dream, right? Who knew that there is a rest of America out there? I did. I grew up in Indiana. <laughs> You I still don't know what that is. <laughs> I stayed in New York. Um, and you know, you're in you're in the south of of the you're a southerner officially. Uh, I mean, I still, have my, I still have my New York license, so we're still you go. I would not show that to a cop in Texas. <laughs> he didn't look Jewish. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, like it, it does kind of worry me around here. Like I had, um, like right as I was turning onto the main road, I was stalling right next to, or I was waiting for the lights to turn green, right next to a cop, and I was all like, I'm not gonna lie, it crossed my mind. I was like, he might pull me over because this brownish little boy doesn't look like he's supposed to have his license, you know? Exactly. He'll be like, sir, do you know why we pulled you over today? You were being homosexual in a public place. <laughs> and that's illegal in Texas. Just like it's illegal to be a living woman in Texas. Poor one Africa, Texas. That uh, we stand with all the women that want abortions, get abortions, abortion should be legal. It is nobody's business to talk on it. Just you know, just to be woke for a second. We've gone on a little hiatus due to my relocation. Again. <laughs> yes, again. But um, I just came back from my vacation in Barcelona. I went, you know, halfway around the world just to fuck around, see what's going on. And I should tell you, people there are gorgeous. Like what I've gathered is that the people are stunning, all of them. Yes. Really all of them, like flawless. Um, Mm -hmm. They're all genuinely nice. And I am, I'm curious to see if like anyone really works there because I was at a coffee shop near one of my uh, hotels right 
one of the many I stayed at, which is just one. But um, I went like, you know, I stopped by there and then I come back like three hours later, just to, like drop some stuff off. And then I see the same guy there literally staring at the air. And I'm like, what do these people do to live a life like this? Because it looks like they're really enjoying their life. It's, and in that moment, like, did funny. you feel like you had found your people? Yeah, I really did. <laughs> like, I'd be staring off into the distance, too. That's what I'm saying. I was like, I really felt at home there, you know? But yes, also, I mean, not only are the people beautiful, the city itself is beautiful, but I'm just stunned by all the men, you know? I I would have loved to gotten pregnant if I could. Let's just be real. You know? And you know what? In God's name, we keep on trying as gays. <laughs> One of these days, a miracle is going to happen. That first seahorse man is going to occur. You know, it just, I didn't know I had a womb. Exactly. (laughs) We're talking all this shit. And the next thing you know, we're the ones we're like, um, (laughs) we haven't had our periods in a while. Some exciting news. There's a podcast. I was filming a scene for Treasure Island Media. And I was getting railed by 19 guys. And um, anyway, next time I'm in Maine, I know one of my possible baby daddies. Speaking of baby daddies, daddy, right? What do we think? What an interesting topic. So if you haven't guessed, today's topic is Dirty Glitter Men. In a similar fashion of us doing music and movies, now we come to man's. The nitty gritty. Delicious, beautiful men. Mm-hmm. And our first category <laughs> category is Danny. Yes, our first category is Daddy. So I thought about the man I would want to call Daddy in bed the most. And it's Idris Elba. Oh. And there's just something about him, right? Like, I don't even, like, obviously he's attractive. But there was something about his feature on that song, Dance Off with Macklemore. I loved Idris Elba in Obsessed, that 2009 movie. Ooh, yes. Remember, I'll show you crazy. Yes. Like, that was great. Ali Larder and Beyonce as, like, blonde bombshells hitting each other. It was amazing. Listen, I don't like scary movies, but that was a scary movie I watched, like, many times. I really did. <laughs> um, okay, so I followed this guy on Instagram. I don't know for how long I have been, but, like, but his name's Eric Turner. He's a model, I believe. <laughs> He has like salt and pepper hair. He's like buff and like fit. And he's a former Mormon, which, you know, I love someone who's converted. I literally like screenshot every photo that he has. And he probably thinks I'm a stalker. But our (laughs) next subject is Goofy Guy. And so I think you're going to laugh at me. And I don't really think this guy's goofy, but I'll tell you why I think he is. If he stays at Efron. No, (laughs) he was not funny. Okay. My goofy guy is Steve Kornacki. You remember at the election, the guy on the news that like did everything with the maps, who works for like MSNBC or some shit? Yeah, like, I'm looking this he's up. Very smart and like nerdy, but he's super hot and he's gay. Um, is it NBC? Oh no, it's one of those like he made me chuckle, which I found kind of charming, you know? And we love a good chuckle from a man. Yeah. So my favorite goofy guy is somebody that people are recently coming around to, but that I have been on the would hit list the whole time. Seth Rogen. Yes, I know he's going to laugh like a seal while we're having sex. (laughs) Um, But he just looks like the sex would be fun. You know he has good weed, right? Like this is going to be a very funny experience and I'm going to laugh. Like Hot damn. Also, he recently, like, he is doing the glow up, which I appreciate, but I don't appreciate because I liked it him from back in the day. We all know I love me, a Jewish man. Yeah, and I can't remember uh, what fashion spread I saw him in recently. He was just, like, in Birkenstocks and cute little Brooklyn clothes, and I was like, oh, yes, I have been right this whole time. <laughs> I will say, though, I did, have a, I did have a pair of fake Birkenstocks from Payless when, when I first moved to New York because I thought it made me look cool because everybody else had them. But because all my friends who lived in Murray Hill, you know, at the time had them right out of college. Yes. But 
Shout out to Payless. I lived I lived a lot of my teenage years in Airwalks. Yeah. <laughs> I had some pairs of Airwalks too. Shit. Hell yeah. Sometimes they were cute. Sometimes also, were shout cute. out to Monique for all those BOGO commercials. <laughs> those buy one, get one. Amen. She ate that shit up. And I was like, I remember specifically seeing those. And I was like, damn, I need to go to Payless. Let's talk about our childhood crush. Okay. Childhood crush, Jason David Frank. And who do you ask is Jason David Frank? Who is this king with three first names? He is Tommy the Green Ranger. (laughs) Now, let's just talk about like how much this would project the rest of my life. Bad boy turned good, right? Okay, so that already sets me up to always love the bad boy. Um, And I think what I really love about him now is that a lot of people that got famous when they were young or got famous as kids, like they have a certain amount of resent towards whatever made them famous. They're like, oh, don't know me as that. Yeah. Or don't call me by my character name. Like he dyes his hair green. He shows up to conventions. Um, he collects Power Ranger stuff himself. He runs with uh, it. He, he really runs with it. He's been back on the show many, many times. I just remember that, like, he was also on the MTV show Undressed. <laughs> and I remember, like, making an excuse to sleep in the living room that night to wait up the whole night to see to, to see Tommy on Undressed. It was the most softcore, like, not even, it was like a lifetime love scene. Like, that was not worth the, the staying up late. But shout out to Jason David Frank. I really appreciate that he appreciates his fandom. Yeah. And yeah, you know, all those um, early, early life woodies, like I just didn't even know what was happening. Something was just different, no reason. I was like, well, that's strange. <laughs> Tommy ain't got no shirt on and suddenly I'm rigid. <laughs> suddenly. <laughs> Can someone explain this? Because I'm not sure what's happening. <laughs> so my childhood crush should come as no surprise to anybody, but it's Zac Efron in high school musical like i feel like for people of my generation and age he was definitely the awakening you know what i'm saying like he was a catalyst for a lot of homosexual homosexuals now like that are like in their mid to late 20s early 30s you know what i'm saying he was the home moment he was the home moment not to mention he was also a catalyst for a lot of cougars to realize they like younger men yeah oh and also shout out to his daddy in the movie, Mr. Bart <laughs> Johnson. And did you know Bart Johnson is like married to like Blake Lively's sister, sibling, or something? So they're all like, yeah, that's like their in her in-law, vice versa. Yeah, interesting. A-lister. Um, but my A-lister is um Jonathan Groff, the guy who plays that one king in Hamilton, but I've never seen Hamilton yet. You could crucify me, that's fine. Um, it's okay but I loved him as Jesse St. James and Glee that's when I first was introduced to him oh I forgot what the train sounded like was that the train I'm sorry. yeah <laughs> I grew up close to the train track <laughs> and I'm staying where I grew up right now so just you know <laughs> but yes that I, was my vagina calling out for Jonathan Brown <laughs> But I love him, especially when he played. Um, he had this show on HBO while I was in college called Looking. It was essentially like Sex in the City, but not funny, but for gay men in San Francisco. It was a great show, which I think ended way too soon. But it, yeah, I just think he's so handsome, you know, and wholesome. So my A-lister yesterday, tomorrow, today, and forever is Brad Pitt, right? Like Brad Pitt is just a different kind of, fine okay even i think he just turned 52 like dilf name i know name a film where brad pitt was not like it i mean i saw him in into the vampire and i just remember like that whole movie i'm like what (laughs) what would i give to chew on your bottom lip like he is just (laughs) so fine you know i yeah brad pitt like every hairstyle he's had every look there was that 
um, time that he wore the like thin little sparkly dresses for, uh, I think it was for Vanity Fair, that he did this whole like post-apocalyptic gender bend fashion moment, like Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt. He knows he's fine. He really does. He's got to. He's I'm got sure you to. loved him in all his stages as Benjamin Button also. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I would meet him in the middle. I would meet him at the end. Okay. Even right. straight men love Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah. you say Tyler Durden to them, and they'll be like, yeah, he's cool. Is that like That's my impression of a straight man. That is from very good. Three points to Hufflepuff. All right. Well, speaking of fighting, our next topic is bad guy. I am so wildly passionate about this particular topic, and this will come as no one's surprise when I say Adam Driver is Kylo Ren. And I'm like, now hold on, because I'm about to pick up this lightsaber (laughs) and betray my entire fandom for this man. When he took that helmet off, I was like, (gasps) and I knew what he looked like. I knew he was fine. I loved him on Girls, but there was just something about Kylo Ren revealing himself. I was like, oh, what a man. Like, just his perfection. Um, When he committed patricide in that first movie, uh, spoilers, but if you haven't seen it, like, you probably also don't listen to this podcast. But when he committed patricide, right, when he killed Han Solo and Han Solo fell off the thing, I was like, that is the moment I would have been walking down that thin metal bridge in my white dress <laughs> toward him. <laughs> like, and here comes the bride. You did it, baby. I am so proud of you. I support you. I understand that you had to do that to move on in your career. And this is what, you know, someone who's a real writer die does for you. He, he's a really good actor. I saw him in it was called Marriage Story, that long-ass movie with Scarlett mm-hmm. Johansson. Very good actor. Okay, my definition of a bad guy is kind of not the textbook definition of a bad guy, like a straight-up villain, you know what I'm saying? But hear me out when I say this. My bad guy, my choice for bad guy is James Marsden. Now, let me tell you why. I, I see I see rolling your eyes at this. <laughs> but let me tell you Carney Collins <laughs> yeah it was so evil <laughs> no but in Superman the 2006 movie with that fine ass Brandon Routh right I oh we're gonna hear about Brandon no <laughs> I'm sure we are I knew we would. <laughs> but I was just annoyed because I was like Clark Kent wanted to be with Lois, but Lois is with James Marsden, and then he wouldn't go away. Do you know what I'm saying? Even though both of them are fine, I would have been shit. We could have been a throuple. But do you get my what problem? a problem to have? Yeah, I know. So he's not necessarily evil, but in that movie, that's when I was all like, it was just frustrating because I was all like, you don't have to be here. You know, it's not even your child. <laughs> like, so your bad boy is the bad timing boy. Yes. Also, I love that this is you like able, like this is you pushing yourself to find a bad boy. You're like, hold on. Because I see the good in everybody. And you know what's funny is that James Marston literally plays a killer on that show, um, the one on Netflix, uh, Dead to Me. He literally plays a killer on Dead to Me. He's a bad person. <laughs> Oh, that's true, but he seems to have a good heart in that one, you know? So I'm like... <laughs> and you're like, remember that time in Superman? <laughs> <laughs> that's as close to a bad boy as you could, like, imagine yourself with. James Marsden being a lying manipulator, you're like, no. <laughs> but I'll take I'll take um, Lois Lane's sloppy seconds. <laughs> He wasn't even sloppy seconds. He was just seconds. And I'd take mm-hmm. thirds, fourths, and fifths. Shit. Yeah. He had that, like, I'm going to be a good stepdad. I could, I kind of couldn't stand him in that movie. Yeah. Well, you know, since we're on the subject of Superman, let's talk about superheroes. All right. My favorite superhero is Superman. And I'm just going to go ahead and say Brandon Ralph a thousand mm-hmm. times over. Yes, in my life, there are very, like, I find a lot of men attractive, and y'all know I am a hoe. 
but it's very uncommon for actors or whatever to like actually make me blush or get like embarrassed like nervous because of how attractive they are and it's only in my whole life happened twice once was elvis presley he was snapping and shaking his hips thing and returned to sender and i couldn't take it i was like my get out the room no no no, no. what we're not gonna do what we're not gonna do is have elvis presley doing all that on the tv with you in here um and then the only other time that I've ever literally turned red and been like a little blushing thing <laughs> was Brandon Ralph. I think it speaks to the fact that like Little Mermaid made a heavy imprint on my life and that is as close to Prince Eric as a person can look. But I just love him forever. Blue contacts or not, he's perfect. Oh, he's a he's a Him and Scott yeah. Pilgrim as the vegan, he used to be a vegan. But now you'll be gone. Oh, I love him. I love. I watched that Hallmark movie channel movie with him. That was amazing. Like, you send me that one. Friend and Ralph. Cause I'll watch it. Oh yeah, I gotta send it to you. He's like, he plays a fireman. But in 2006, I watched X Men Three, the one with Halle Berry. You know, the Last Stand, where Bonnie uh-huh. Johnson dies in Alcatraz. Daniel Cudmore as Colossus. I mean, this motherfucker was silver okay. the whole time. Okay, I I am I am supporting you in this. Wow, he's so yeah. that one time I remember that like switches from being silver to just a human. I was all like, "Oh my god!" It looked like a Greek god just came to life, like for real. Yes, Jesus. Oh, so fine. Now I don't know his IMDb page or what he's up to now. Although I do follow him on Instagram, but still, um, when he did Twilight, he was the big vampire. He came out at one point carrying a little kid and they were shooting at him. Remember in like just his pajama bottoms and then he turned to metal? Yes. Ooh. That's when I was Ooh. like, yeah. was that a- if he was my teacher at like the Xavier Institute, bitch, I'd be in class every day. And you want to know the weird <laughs> thing is for a Russian character, he's, he's very American. Next subject is baldy. So mm. I don't discriminate on like the types of hair or lack thereof. Uh, if I had to choose... Uh, my baldy is Jason Statham. Ooh. Because he has like, I, you know what I'm saying? I love the whole ruggedness mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I just feel like if I were to see him with hair, I would think differently of him visually. He's also really funny in that movie Spy. That with Melissa McCarthy. She's so funny. He was really funny. And like, he understood the assignment. He was like, okay, I'm the big dumb. I'm going to be dumb. Yeah. And I'm going to give y'all jock. So my Baldi, uh, similar similar vein of man, and and you know like like we said, you and I are both, uh, we have both enjoyed the company of a gentleman who is longer in the tooth, shall we say. And when you date guys that happen to be you know fifteen to twenty years older than you, you learn a couple things. Positions are limited, and so is hair. <laughs> and. And my baldy is, I don't think he's, well, I don't know how old he is, but mine is Corey Stoll. Now, he was the villain in Ant-Man. He was um, the boyfriend on Girls. Do you remember? uh, Yeah, look him up, look him up. Do you remember when, like, the gay guy on Girls had a boyfriend that was on TV? It was Corey Stoll. But this guy. Yes. He is fine. He, he looks is, like he owns like a tech company. Like he runs a tech company. Yes. He looks like he does not let you leave after a night of railing you. Like he is like, oh no, we're going to my favorite brunch spot. Cancel your plans. You know, just like a man. Yeah. He's like, and what there's go? just something <laughs> about it. And I've seen him in shows with wigs on and I'm like, mm, I don't like him as much. When he's bald, I am about it. I'm like, get in my bed now. What do your feet look like? Yes. So next topic is grew to love. So someone who maybe you didn't find attractive before, or maybe you did, but then within time it grew, or what's a synonym for grew? Gross? No, that's the same word. Um. Um. For grew, that's a good one. Um, 
it flourished. It's like expanded this all that. Yeah, flourished. I like flourished. I'll take flourished. You, so the person I grew to love. Yes. Sam Rockwell. And this comes with a story. So I there was only exactly two nights. My brother used to be one of those people that would like hustle in Times Square to take pictures and print your photo out on one like on a fake Playboy cover or something. Oh, I love that. And I was in college and I just needed the like the cash. And I did this for two nights. So second night, I'm there. I'm in a My Little Pony t-shirt. I think I'm looking cute. And it's just like this group of people that descend upon us. And some of them want pictures. And there's one guy who looks just like Sam Rockwell, who like, he's like, oh, no, I'm not taking pictures. No, I don't do all that. And he's short. And like, he really like, imagine Sam Rockwell with black hair. And that was this guy. And so he's talking to me and he's kind of drunk, but he keeps looking at me and he's holding his little cigarette. And he just starts pointing at his lips. And I'm like, yes like what and then he just like so confidently and so boldly rolled up and kissed me dead on the mouth now let me tell you that you know me well enough andy if this had been any other person i would have proceeded to strike them about the face and neck right like i would have lost my shit but what did i tell you that this kiss was so damn good (laughs) that it made me think damn, I bet you Sam Rockwell's a good kisser too. And now every time I see him, I'm like, mm, it reminds me of that story. And then now I just associate him with that story. And like that kiss at midnight in Times Square that was so good that I never forgot that. Like, that's why I say I grew to love him because I was not checking for him in Charlie's Angels when I was 13. That's what I thought you were going to like, be like, I loved him in Charlie's Angels. I did not. But then after the story happened when I was in my 20s, I went back and watched the movie and I was like, I get it, Drew Barrymore. I get it. It makes sense now. He would have duped me too, just like this small stranger in Times Square kissed me on the mouth and got away with it. You want to know, like now that you say that story, all I imagine is that the actual guy that kissed you is just some <laughs> guy who is he, he like he lives in Staten Island in like the basement of his mom's house with some really thick Italian accent like mm. asking his mom to make some lasagna while he waits for his like side piece to be coming it's it's very like yes. it's very like mob wives like friend of mob wives do you know what I'm saying I love the wise guys shout out to Drita the shout out to Big Ange the wise guys <laughs> exactly and like the wise guys they buy me furs <laughs> dogs he just got out of jail for murder <laughs> okay so grew to love so i never hated this person at all i just remember seeing him on tv and back oh okay yeah and then it wasn't because until i became a fan of things when i was like oh i started looking at him different and then like really really looking at him it's andy cohen and so okay like I, like I said, I never like hated him. I never always thought he was attractive, but I never was a fan of Bravo until like, honestly, two years ago, if anything. And I was just like, I would see, you know, clips on YouTube or shit on TV from him. I was just like, okay, he just seems annoying. But then when I became a Bravo fan, first Vanderpump Rules and, you know, all to the Housewives and Below Deck and all this fun stuff. Then I started watching the Watch What Happens Lives and the reunions. And then I'm like, oh, he's a mm-hmm. Like... You know, yeah. I don't really think I'd ever date a guy with the same name as me, but I'd make an exception. <laughs> Andy squared. Um, uh, I like that he wears shoes and no socks. Um, I also just feel like Andy Cohen is what I imagine the devil to be like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like I never everybody likes to evil paint him as scary. Yes, but the devil is meant to tempt you. And Andy Cohen could tempt the fuck out of me. Like, if he was like, I don't know, just try the heroin. And it was Andy Cohen standing there, I'd be like, I mean, (laughs) are you going to do it too? (laughs) Like, like it wouldn't be the hard no that it would normally agree with it. I would be like, well, I don't know. He just looks like he's having so much fun. And look at his suit, right? Like, I agree. So I fully stand. I fully support this. Um, yeah, that's that's correct. 
And while we're talking about Bravo, and also I feel like before I get to the next category, I should just mention that this like idea of the podcast was kind of born from the fact that you and I used to get into such impassioned conversations and debates about Bravo that almost like at its original inception, we just thought we were going to be talking about each week's housewives. But then life happened and we realized, you know, we can't get no, no from the schedule together. No, you're absolutely right. <laughs> but um, Bravo is a cornerstone in our hearts and will someday be a cornerstone of this podcast. So with all that said, and I feel like this is going to be one of the hardest ones, favorite Bravo house husband. I'm going to, this is really tough and I'll go with my number one choice. And it is of the Real Housewives of New Jersey, Evan Goldschneider, because I think, I think you thought I was going to say Joe Gorga. <laughs> I really think you're about to... No, I thought, I thought you were going to say Tamara Barney's husband. Oh, yeah, he was a uh, number three. I thought you were going to say Eddie Judge. Yeah, no, no Ed, yeah, Eddie Judge. Yeah. yeah, Eddie Judge is number three. Um, he's more of the guy that I'd like take home to mom also. Do you know what I'm saying? But Evan is everything I want in a man. Jewish, rich, Mm -hmm. works, and lives adjacent to New York City. You can't deny that he is. That is on, that is on Brad. I can because I do not find him attractive. Um. But no, but I have to (laughs) say my number two, because I know you're going to agree with me on this, because he was about, about to say him as number one. But of the Housewives of Beverly Hills, um Denise's husband Aaron oh. that man is like I don't care I don't give a fuck what he does for yes. work I don't care if Denise can explain I don't care if I, or I like I would anything for that man. you wonder you wonder why she had hernias that whole season oh yeah <laughs> she was like my insides ain't right I'm like, I don't blame you she mine wouldn't be either. and I was like I get it girl I would let him stir me up too <laughs> my lungs in my asshole now but that's fine because that's what happened. He has a genuine third leg, and I'm like, girl. In the name of, in the name of all things holy, yes, uh, he yeah. is fine. He is actually not though. Um, my my top. So I had a tie, and here's. So I'm also going to New Jersey. <laughs> Play it close to home. Um, my tie is between Joe Gordon. Joe Gorga for the most obvious reasons in the world like he's a sex monster also has a third leg Um, he's kinky as fuck like and he lets his free flag fly and I love it Um, I love that he has moments of just being like a spoiled man baby yeah (laughs) like when he gets mad at Melissa for walking in front of him I'm kind (laughs) of like okay I kind of love that (laughs) I love that he's having a fit in the car because he's like you don't love me like you used to you're walking in front of me (laughs) so cute but my other new jersey house husband and i feel like this one may surprise listeners um chris larita now this is jacqueline's husband he is related (laughs) she's not she's out of the show anymore uh which is i think a a, that's devastating right uh because I, I fucking loved her. I loved her. I'm a Vegas girl. I will always call your bluff uh, tagline. But the episode where I knew that Chris Larita was like the man was when all the women made Jacqueline cry and she was downstairs and he was like, you say the word and we'll burn this place down. And I was like, oh, what a man. Like he just, he was like so ride or die there for her that I, I was just like, how do you not love a man that is like, someone made my wife cry, I'm going to burn this restaurant to the ground. That's love. <laughs> you know, like, he is, he just loved her so much. Every time she went through pain or hurt, like, you could see that he literally had that pain too. Like, their relationship looked beautiful. A lot of things on the show did not, but those two together and those piercing, piercing blue eyes, hot damn. Oh, and also shout out to Lindsay's boyfriend who took a picture with Evan. That was wasted on a heterosexual. Like, how did this one straight man end up getting a picture with the housewife and house husband? So speaking of, since we're on Bravo TV, Netflix hunk. Now, this person is actually (laughs) my Netflix 
icon. Do you know what I'm saying? The picture that. <laughs> so it's Tom Ellis who plays Lucifer on Lucifer. Okay. Oh. He. Oh. I mean, I have nothing so else funny. to say besides that. I like. I literally have nothing else to say. Mm-hmm. And you don't need anything else to say. Yeah. Because he is a special kind of fine. He's British. Um. I don't know. He just looks like he smells like expensive leather or oh, something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like he smells like the outdoors. Yeah. Like yeah. when he walks through, I'd be like, was somebody camping? Because I smell like nasty way, not like, oh, I fell in the swamp kind no, of no. Like, very, like musky, but then there's yeah. like that hint of like dapper. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. So, yeah, it's like it's like I smell pine trees and a hint of a pack of wolves. <laughs> there you go. Was Tom Ellis here? <laughs> <laughs> um yes actually you should watch a show called miranda because he I played saw a that. chef that was that fucking hysterical oh. what my so favorite funny. part of that whole show was so when she got off the cat when she got from the cab and the cab drove off and it grabbed her whole dress <laughs> and that, show was yeah. that show gives me hope as a bigger woman <laughs> you know where's my fine ass british chef that loves me Ooh. Oh, I didn't say my um, Netflix. Okay, my Netflix hunk, uh, Miguel Angel Silvestre. So he was on Sense8 uh, on Netflix. Lately, I've been watching him on 30 Monedas, which are 30 coins, which is on actually HBO Max. But he is also that different kind of fine. That like one man shouldn't be allowed to look like that because how could I resist? Mm-hmm. as a living human person right like like let him have some flaws let him not like like he kind of plays a dork on 30 monedas and he has like his glasses but then they show him in his bed with his chiseled body and i'm like ah jesus you know damn like can can you have a can you have a scar can you have an unfortunate birthmark or no it's just like chiseled like you know you're just a statue that came to life you know, he's the kind of find that makes you angry. And I am angry. Now, let me tell you, as a big boy band aficionado, I actually literally just from my work, we had a sample sale and I bought an NSYNC tote <laughs> and a Britney Spears tote. And girl, I literally like when I checked out, I was all like, how did nobody want this NSYNC and Britney Spears uh, tote? <laughs> then the straightest guy from my team looks at me. He's like, I wonder why. And I'm like, this. <laughs> oh. You guys don't have any welcome to being considered an older millennial this is the same guy who didn't know what graduation song by vitamin c was girl you just old it's not that they're uncultured (laughs) he's a year younger than me well that that can be enough i mean you're only a year younger than me and shut your mouth i'm 28 (laughs) and i'm 29 andrew (laughs) sorry what year were you born (laughs) Quickly. <laughs> 92? <laughs> Actually, yeah, you're right. No, <laughs> Yeah. Hi, I'm young. I'm young. No, it's not. I'm young. <laughs> so, boy band guy. Um, there are a lot. Um, I could easily say, um, you know, Danny from the 18s, Paul from uh, S Club 7, but... Mm-hmm. The one who really stole my heart so much so that I dressed as him for Halloween, my sophomore year of college, <laughs> was um, is Zane from One Direction. <laughs> now, let me tell oh, you. Okay. And this is when you were still a bisexual, is that correct? Oh, no, I came out of the closet by then. No <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> this was after I had God, I wish it happened before. <laughs> God, I wish, I kind of wish you, that'd make a fun story. <laughs> but, um, yes. There's something about Zane I couldn't tell you. I don't like Zane's music post One Direction, nor do I care for whatever he does visually, musically. Yes, he's what Gigi's baby mom, baby daddy, but I really don't give a shit. Like mm-hmm. he's always just gonna be. Zane I did think I did think, and I'm gonna give Zane his flowers here when I say that on the Aladdin soundtrack. Oh yeah, no, that was a good one. Yeah. He should have sang a whole new world by himself. Yeah, I didn't. No, I'll say I like that version with the girl, but I agree mm-hmm. that it would have been fine without her. I wonder if he auditioned and they gave him the soundtrack as like a, a door prize. 
they were like, listen, if Mina Masood had not come through, it would have been you, Zane. And if you didn't have so many fucking tattoos. Well, let's just be real. He also like he also got the song because he's you know of Middle Eastern descent. So, well, that's why I'm wondering if he auditioned. This is like we like it, but we got someone else. Since I am slightly more mature than you, yeah. my boy band is also from a time gone by, <laughs> and it's um, right like this is a war, like this is a division in my soul, and it's painful yeah. for me, but. The divide between Justin Timberlake and J.C. Shazay has always lived inside of me, right? And it's like trying to push two magnets together whenever I try to pick one. It's like, oh, oh, I can't do it. <laughs> like, you know, Jason I love that metaphor. That's the, that's a yeah. Oh yeah, pushing pushing two of the wrong ends of the magnet. It's like, like, oh. oh. Like I would have to force something in myself to break to only pick one because JC was fine as fuck and he had this amazing voice. Justin, similarly fine as fuck. And then when he came out with a Crimea River music video, I was like, done, 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 done. I was one of the people that wanted to support JC in his solo career. And I still do think the song Some Girls Dance With Women is a bop. I didn't even know we had a song. I think I think that what sank that song was that Tara Reed was the video girl. <laughs> <laughs> Tara Reed was that like she was already visibly on the decline. I wanted them both to have that Justin Timberlake success, but I don't have to choose between two loves of my life. And side note, that I would go on later in my life to exclusively date men that looked like Joey Fatone. So we just don't know where life is going to take <laughs> I couldn't pick one. So I got, you know, I got the, the third option. So here's another topic that's close to our hearts. Um, dancer. You know, we're, dancer. Both, we're both retired dancers in our own discipline. <laughs> yes, we are. Our back said you're done. <laughs> yeah, for real, shit. But I fall gracefully. So for dancer, um, this was an easy pick. But yes. as a fan of Dancing with the Stars, and I, yes, I watch that show, and I'm proud. To and by it. the way, both of my guys for right now are also from Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, so, so I'm uh, not Dancing with the Stars uh, from uh, So You Think You Can Dance. My favorite dancer is Gleb Sevchenko. Oh my god, he is such a dill. Okay, mind you, he is uh, he was Erica Jane's um, dance partner when she was on Dancing with the Stars. So you know, he's got some moves. Man, maybe he knows some dirt on the whole Erica thing. He might. Listen, I hope that she got some dirt on him. So some of the dancers from So You Think You Can Dance ended up on yeah. Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Um, Artem, when Artem, and Artem is from season one. I thought Artem was so fine. Um, Dimitri was also from So You Think You Can Dance. Um, my my dancer guy is Ricky Ubeda, and this is a this is a, this is kind of a left turn for me because he's little, <laughs> right? But every once in a while I see one and I'm like. Mm. Maybe I'm going to reconsider some of my positionings in life. Um, but he fine. And then also, like, major shout out to Travis Wall, who I just feel like I would be too intimidated to even look at directly. You know what I mean? Like, that's a level of talent and, like, man fine. It's like someone created the best possible version of Neil Patrick Harris in Travis Wall. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like Neil Patrick Harris was the supreme, but then he started to fade as soon as Travis Wall came to power. You know, like he was like, oh, I'm fading, I'm losing my power. <laughs> the new supreme has risen. <laughs> they know Travis Wall. And that was Travis Wall. He's Travis fine. Wall is extra fine. All right, we've come to it. Porn. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start out. Let's let's ease our listeners into it by not giving them the unexpected category. And let's just say favorite gay porn star. So, you know, my favorite gay porn star, he, he no longer performs, but every scene he did perform in is a treasure. And I still follow him on Instagram and Twitter and all of that. And it is Pedo Coast. And let me spell that for the audience. P-E-T-O. <laughs> C-O-A-S-T. 
this man, right? Like, there's just something about him that is so not a porn star. Like, he's pale as fuck. He does not have the typical gym body, right? And then, like, he's very good looking, but in a way that's super, like, I don't want to say guy next door, but it's like, huh? He's fine, but he's also, like, a believable guy, which somehow is much more arousing than seeing like a wax gym monkey that can lift 300 pounds but can't touch his shoulder you know what I mean like a lot of gay porn is very manicured and waxed and overdone and I'm not crazy about that give me a like give me a European with a unibrow well girl you're in for an interesting night (laughs) go do a little go do a little research So, go do a little search on Bing. Really <laughs> Turn that safe mode off. Go on my private thing on on Safari. Yes, it's weird. Like I don't really have like a favorite gay one, but if I could choose one, it's this guy named Nate Stenson. I don't know if you've heard of him. Yeah, there's something about his. It's mom. not Rocco Steel. <laughs> no, but um, no, he's just like, and also he, this guy lives in New York City, so of course I find that out as. I relocate but um yeah I don't know it's just like there's something about his mustache I'm really into oh oh okay somehow we both picked approachable yeah like beauty we're like because I don't know there's just something I don't really necessarily want to look at unobtainable unbelievable sex right um it's just not my thing so now I think we should transition to the thing that will surprise our audience when they hear and i don't know like y'all chime in but i know almost all the gay men i've had discussions with specifically bottoms we watch straight porn oh yeah who doesn't i don't know if it's because i don't want to compete with a 90 pound twink or that straight red are such like top tops in straight porn but most like near a lot of people or a lot of gay men like i said all the bottoms we all watch straight porn oh, hell yeah and a lot of lesbians i know watch gay porn so y'all like have a conversation with um have a conversation with the gay in your life about the pornography that they watch and the pornography you watch like maybe we'll find out that straight men watch gay porn the, which that's is, a whole different that, section that has, of x video that they do they like mm-hmm. that's just something they're never going to admit you know what I'm saying? No, but but bless. This is a safe space. <laughs> Straight porn star. And you guess my <laughs> clo- my number two, which is Johnny Castle. <laughs> you know, I feel like he's like... That track? I feel like he is like, you know, straight porn star extraordinaire, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, He looks like if a boy bander made gay porn, right? Like, I would believe he was in 98 Degrees. And now he has turned to pornography. Like, can I tell him and Nick Lachey apart? I don't know. Um, But actually, my favorite is, I don't know if you know know him, but um, Ramon Nomar, he's Spanish. Yes, I should. Pretty sure I do know him. And you want to know the thing is, um, when I went to a sex shop to get some poppers, he was the model of a bunch of dildos. Like, you know, in that (laughs) hard plastic wrap hanging. Like, I was like, wow. He's made it. Oh, I do. I absolutely know him. And who took you to that porn shop to buy poppers, Andy? (laughs) (laughs) Drive fast, ride hard. (laughs) Shout out to Natasha Kills. (laughs) Natalia Kills. Well, she's canceled anyway. (laughs) Um, So my favorite street porn star is Manuel Ferrara. I just think he's hung. He's fine. Um, Like, he's a... Huh? He's French. We. Ooh, right? I apparently I like my pornography imported. Um (laughs) and uncut dot dot dot. Uh (laughs) but he like his seamates seem to be having a good time. He has aged seamlessly from like hottie to daddy. Like now with the gray hair and like the the like man look about him. Ooh. Oof, is Manuel Ferrara choice? Um, so yeah, that's like you know that's 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 the tab that I keep open. 
that covert in your porn category he is your number one i should say correct he, yes 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 god you know speaking of one i guess i didn't think about it they're both european look at god yeah god <laughs> so i guess to explain what the one is it's just not like the man of your dreams like that man like i mean point blank right it's him yes this is it capital h i so okay my one is another instagram model fitness person i've liked everything i like everything on instagram and facebook and most recently last night he was a bartender um on watch what happens live and you would think Jokes on you, Giancarlo, is not Michael Dean, although he is top five. Shout out to Michael Dean. Is it Bricks Marks? (laughs) (laughs) No. The dog pooped on my coat. I was crying. (laughs) Love Bricks Marks forever. Five ever. Yes, but also I have a Bricks Marks tracksuit. I just have to say he needs to work on the bleeding of the red print on the white. I am not ready to talk about the fact that you have it and I don't, but that's all right. We can, we can save our feud for another episode. But my one is, his name is Nick Topple, or Topol, I should say. Oh, yeah. And I know exactly what you You know, a Midwestern boy, a fitness mom. Like, he's just fine. Like... And he, he loves gummy bears. I love gummy bears. It's like, meant to be. It, like, I can't explain in words my love for this man. Yes, he's straight, but whatever. Aren't they Aren't all? they always straight to my bed? Yeah. <laughs> um, my, the one, and, and maybe you understood the assignment more so, because again, <laughs> you picked a person that's like <laughs> approachable. Mine again is gonna have to be and this comes as no surprise brendan fraser right like this is the man that woke john carlo's body up at 10 years old <laughs> watching george of the jungle watching him swing when i watched the mummy like he just has a disney prince face he is uh, he is known to be a good person which i feel like might surprise everybody listening right now that I chose somebody that I know is good. Um, and also, like, I know he's, like, we're having a renaissance right now and people are loving him. And, you know, he's a survivor of a sexual assault. He's been through so much. A bitter, bitter divorce, right? And even when I remember there was, like, somebody posted a picture of him, they were like, oh, well, this is him now. I got into a fight on Facebook many years ago when i was like he is still fine as fuck i don't care if he's like big thin or whatever like he is an amazing guy so i appreciate that the rest of the world has caught up to me (laughs) because i just think brandon fraser is like that's who oh yes it was serious like i was you know i was looking people up i was reporting I was, <laughs> I was blocking. I was doing the most. Nobody was going to come for Brandon Frazier because he was a little thick. And, well, hot damn, turns out that now everybody wants to come around and say, like, you know, all these little Johnny come lately. Like, oh, we love Brandon Frazier. Well, bitch, some of us have been ride or die for him since George of the Jungle, since Encino Man, <laughs> since back in the day, since The Mummy. Okay, I even saw The Mummy 3, and that one was rough. Okay, that one was hard. Rachel Vice said no. It was a whole different Evie. You know, like, I I was there for that. I was like, you know what? I'm going to support my man because he needs this work. I love him. I love him. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Yeah, I just feel like that's the man you marry. You know, like, if you meet a Brendan Fraser in your life, marry him allegedly having a comeback right now kind of right i saw something on this he's having a renaissance yeah like and god knows he still is fine and i don't care you gain weight i'm gonna make you a double cheeseburger i don't care poppy you want to be thick be thick he is the one (laughs) the one now it brings us to our last topic or subject dirty little (laughs) secret this one was like, for me, it's not hard to admit. I don't really give a shit what people think, but like 
I have this feeling you might have something to say about it, and it may be because I moved. So I'll go first, and I'll say, <laughs> okay, well, I'm a Democrat. It's no, so I don't think that's a secret. Blue is my favorite color, and that's the way I vote. However, nervous. there is one Republican that I find so fine, but my dirty, dirty little secret <laughs> is Paul Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Like no. <laughs> no, Paul Ryan. Like, listen, I'm not saying anything about personality. I mean just looks. Like he just has like such a daddy dilfy thing to him that like I know he cheats on his what I know his ass is on grinder. You know what I'm saying? Like I probably talked to one okay. of his sons on grinder also. So it's probably. like probably you sure you're not thinking of Mitt Romney. <laughs> like you be Paul Ryan with the widow's peak. <laughs> and you know what? It's so funny you should mention that because I have always thought that Paul Ryan looks like a live action Ernie, as in Burton Ernie. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if they were casting that movie tomorrow, <laughs> you would Paul Ryan be on the short list to play Ernie? Wow, have you also just, he's so fine. Like for a politician, he is so. You know what? I, as much as I really want to keep coming for you on this, I know the story that I have in store and the judgment I am about to receive. Like, you're not wrong. You know, he's, um, he's an okay specimen, right? Like, this is a good, dirty secret to have. Like, wouldn't it be hot if the, if the scandal was Paul Ryan found with 20 something Filipino boy in hotel? Oh, hell yeah. You know, like, I could see where the fantasy goes. And I'm going to go ahead and support this. I am not going to judge you. I'm looking at a shirt list, and maybe I take back some of that he's expressing and stuff. But listen, <laughs> I'm still going to let you have it. And, and I think that you should just be, like, this twink seductor of Republican men, right? Like, Mike Pence. Paul Ryan and Mitt Romney found in hotel having four-way gate orgy with <laughs> podcast superstar <laughs> Andy Elizabeth Ned Coon. <laughs> the whole thing was the whole thing was photographed by his Puerto Rican friend in the window, like, oh, get him, Andy, get him. I taught him that. I taught him that. You see, he didn't know how to sniff poppers with one hand. I taught him. Um, so that said, all right, I guess it's time to complete about my, maybe mine is not so little, maybe mine is a filthy secret. So I was always a fan of the show Third Rock from the Sun. Okay. And I should just give a little caveat here and say that it has always been very rare for me to have sex dreams, right? So anyway, when I was a teenager, I had one of the most graphic sex dreams of my life about John Lithgow. <laughs> <gasps> and I mean, we were up on his desk and he was railing me within an inch of his life. You mean the, I, the um, voice of Lord Farquhar from <laughs> I mean the, the voice of Lord Farquhar with his tie thrown over his shoulder. He was just going. <laughs> at me <laughs> and it was <laughs> it was such a good sex team like it was hot Mr. Potato Head was watching this is like for people that really know the show in Third Rock from the Sun because he had a Mr. Potato Head on his desk <laughs> and like it it was like on the set you know what I mean and mind you I had a I was the same age as a Joseph Gordon Lovett. So, like, I had a crush on Tommy. Even I could see, like, a stretch would have been French Stewart, who was the older brother. But no. Who did I have the sex chief about? <laughs> I had the sex chief about John Lithgow going to town on me on top of his desk. So, I... <laughs> this is a big reveal <laughs> that I am sharing with y'all. But I will say that many, many years later, Shakespeare in the Park, John Lithgow was playing King Lear. So in the second act 
he comes out only wearing like a little um loincloth and he's naked except for like his wig and his little loincloth this man's body put most 20 somethings to shame i was like hold the fuck on i was right for that sex dream i'm about to go home and have it again thank you john lithgow girl i'm not gonna be able to watch (laughs) the same (laughs) listen how do you think i felt just trying to watch tv and i'm like well, and I told my ex, and I remember that, like, wherever we were, I said that was one of the weirdest streets. He just screamed, John Lithgow! Like, this is what I go for. I know that. He's got, like, some good dad bod. Okay. So, anyway. <laughs> that is my filthy, disgusting, dark secret. <laughs> he was not my favorite baldy because he got hair on the sides of his head. <laughs> this is why God chooses to keep me alone and this is me just letting all the all the dudes out there who might be dirty glitter podcast listeners who might look like john lithgow no you have a chance sir never never underestimate who might be having sex dreams about you that is the dirty that is the dirty glitter lining to this cloud (laughs) right like you might think you an old white man but some little puerto rican boy is having sex dreams about you right now. <laughs> and that's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, but it's out. Oh, it's out. That's like beautiful music to end it, I guess. Oh, okay. There we go. <laughs>